For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is New Bedford's news talk station, the place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. And good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. And, you know, I'm looking at that watery sun right now. And there's some some clouds rolling in over it. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's it looks like clouds, not smoke. I'm I meant faint. No, it's so if you look at the satellite, it's fascinating. Um all week there there's been smoke really high up in the atmosphere coming in from Alberta. Well, so I mean, I was looking out at the sun before these clouds started rolling in and I, because we've got to pull the shade down. Of course. Because it will shine bright in your face. And I noticed that it was kind of um, diluted a little bit. Exactly. And yeah. I was like, oh, thank God for the diluted sun because it won't be in my face. I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was from wildfires it that was is. causing it. Yeah, but it, it's making for some really pretty sunsets and sunrises, though. I've seen a lot of photos popping up on yeah. social media. Uh, but right now, there's a whole bunch of clouds that are rolling in and covering it up. So, Well, that'll work, too. Anybody that's looking <laughs> up there, uh, you, you might not see the sun at this point. Hey, whatever keeps it out of my face, really. I'm, I'm all for a beautiful day after 9 a.m. or whenever the sun rises high enough this time of year that it wouldn't be shining directly in my face. But good morning. Hopefully, the sun is shining for you, whether it's actually shining or not, or figuratively speaking. Uh, we have a lot of great things to talk with you about today, a lot of interesting things to talk with you about today. And a little bit later on, I certainly want to get into this discussion about there was a Washington Post article that was posted yesterday that Kate shared with me, and um, I've read it a few times now, and it's a very interesting report on how some municipalities are utilizing grant grant money that they get to put public safety cameras for crime fighting. They're actually turning those cameras onto the residents of their own public housing and using the footage captured to evict some of those residents. And um, I'm going to give you three guesses what South Coast City is prominently featured in that article. It's not Fall River. It's not Taunton. So process of elimination, right? So we can talk about that. If you have a chance to check it out, you can see it at the Washington Post website. Uh, It is a website where you only get a certain number of free articles before you have to pay. But um, when I went to go look back at it this morning, I was just kind of sitting there drinking some tea and scrolling through my phone. And I said, let me, let me just reread that article. And um, I went on my phone and it just asked me for my email address. So I read it once yesterday with no problem. Today I had to enter in my email address. So if, um, if you get a chance to read it, I think that'll be beneficial, but we'll certainly talk about it. And I know, uh, I know Kate's doing some research on it and trying to get some local response to it because there is no response from the Mitchell administration in the Washington Post story. 
we will have Mayor Mitchell with us tomorrow on the program here, so we can always try to get reaction from him then if uh, they don't provide a statement today. But there have been people that live in New Bedford public housing who have had this footage used against them in the eviction process. And we'll get into the specifics a little bit later on, but this, I don't know, how how do you feel about this? Now, New Bedford's cameras, by the way, that are at these public housing complexes were not purchased through the public safety grant. They were purchased through the housing department's annual budget. So they're not, quote unquote, misusing the cameras for something that they weren't intended for, even though... HUD has said that the grant for these public safety cameras does not preclude them from utilizing it in this fashion. But at least in New Bedford, they don't have to worry about that aspect anyway because New Bedford purchased those cameras, according to the Washington Post. And by the way, it was really cool to see in that story. I mean, not that I, you know, I'm happy about that story at all, but in, in the Washington Post's article, they have a number of photos that were taken in New Bedford uh, as part of the, you know, to help illustrate that story. And the photographer, the photojournalist who took those photos, is a former WBSM intern, Kylie Cooper. So she came here a few years ago. I had there was there was a year, a summer, where I was when I was back when I was the digital managing editor, when I had three interns. And the reason why I had three was we had a big summer project that year, a big partnership that we had with the Mass Department of Tourism. So we were trying to get a lot of articles written about different tourist destinations and different touristy things. And, you know, we wanted to have a whole bunch of content about what to do in the summertime. And so I brought on these people who had applied to be interns for the summer and said, here's, here's what we're going to do for the summer. If you want to join us and be part of this, we'd love to have you. And so I, I got um, Kylie Barreo, who is still continuing her education. She's actually studying over in Europe now. A lot of you who go to WaterWiz know Kylie. She was a she was a um, a record breaking swimmer at New Bedford High, I believe it was New Bedford High, right? Yeah, and so she is somebody that is pretty known across the South Coast. Uh, we had Kylie Cooper, who wasn't handling things from a writing perspective, but she was going out and taking photos, and also she was our Spooky South Coast intern. She ran social media for us for the summer with Spooky South Coast, and then the third intern was Michaela Noguera, who has exploded in popularity on TikTok and Instagram as Michaela Makeup, Michaela J Makeup. Um, she she has her own makeup line now. She hangs out with, you know, famous people. There, you know, she gets to take photos with Rihanna and all kinds of other people, and she's just, you know, living the dream. She told me when she worked here, when she was an intern here, my my dream is to someday work in makeup for a living. And I said, is that is that something that you can do? Is that like a real thing? Like, do you mean like selling it or like working at Sephora, which she eventually did do. And she's like, no, no, I want to like be a makeup, you know, like teach people how to do it and, and teach them all the things that I've learned. And I was like, like a makeup influencer. And she's like, yeah, I didn't realize that that really was a real thing. And now millions and millions of social media followers later, it is a real thing. And she's, she's doing very well at it. So, uh, but that was, that was quite the summer anyway. So Kylie Cooper former WBSM intern, took all the photos uh, for New Bedford that are in that story. So, again, you can check that out at the Washington Post website. We'll certainly talk about it more uh, throughout the course of the morning because 
I'm sure a lot of you who are listening to this station live in some of those public housing buildings, right? We have folks that call in that that talk about some of the issues in those buildings. If not them, they have a loved one who does or a friend that does. And I'm sure people knew that these cameras were there and that they were on, but I don't know if they knew the extent of how it was being used against the residents. Now, they did say in the article that the housing authority tries to give them opportunities when they do catch them with infractions on these video cameras to make good on that. So, for example, there was one woman who said that her ex did not live there with her, but yet they found that he was there quite often by pointing a camera at her front door and using a digital marker so that any time that there was movement at her door, the camera would record it. And then they went back at the footage and looked at how many times this person went into the house. And then the person eventually started going out the back door. When they, I guess they found out that they were being recorded, so they started going out the back door and they were able to catch catch them on video going out the back door. And there's limitations to how many times a year somebody can stay with you if they are not listed as a resident. And so they did try to offer her the opportunity to, you know, come forward and say, like, he does live with me and, like, let's figure out how that changes the income situation and all of that. But it's she made it sound like this was, you know, being overblown by them and being used as a reason to throw her out. So I'm sure we will get some stories from folks about encounters they have had with the housing authority based on some of the surveillance footage. So we'll talk about that throughout the morning at 508-996-0500. On a lighter note, and by the way, you can also send us an app chat message. It's like texting us here in the studio. You can send that via the WBSM app. You can also send us an open line voicemail message, which is a way to be heard without actually having to sit on hold or call in during the times when we're taking calls. You can just send in a recording and then we'll preview it during a commercial break or during the news and we'll play it on the air. Really easy. So we'll talk about that some more. But I also have an article up at, at a couple of articles that I want to point your attention to at WBSF.com and on the app. You heard Kate mention in the news that there's going to be a public meeting tomorrow regarding the potentially required septic upgrades that will help reduce the nitrogen emissions into the water. And this is something that we talked about on my midday program quite a bit. Marcus has covered it quite a bit on South Coast tonight. Barry's talked about it. Phil talked about it. They talked about it on the weekends. And if not for us discussing it, if not for uh, Dartmouth Health agent Chris Michaud pushing this, people might not have even known that this was happening. They were trying to keep this very convert, convert, covert. They were trying to keep this very covert. They created a, a commission to decide what to do and, and how to institute these changes. And then they didn't publish who was on that commission until Chris pushed for them to do so. And then when they did, what did we find out? We found out, well, it was mostly realtors. It was mostly 
Department of Environmental Protection people or people involved in the environmental field. There was very little representation of the homeowners themselves or of the general voters. So uh, Representative Chris Markey and Senator Mark Montigny were both pushing to have this held off. And the last that we had heard from them on it, it was not going to affect the South Coast. But I, I, I guess that that's not the case anymore. It's still, it's still something that will affect the South Coast and not just Cape Cod. So there's going to be a virtual meeting tomorrow at 2 p.m. It will be held via Zoom. And we have a story up at WBSM.com and on the app so that you can have the link right there to register and take part in that open meeting, that public meeting. But there's also phone numbers in there. So if you don't have Zoom, if you don't have a computer, if you have a computer but you don't know how to use Zoom, you're not comfortable with it, if you're worried that turning the camera on means that they can spy on you, whoever your they may be, you can actually call in and listen in on the meeting. And the phone numbers to do so are in that story as well, which I know I'm saying if you don't have a computer, go online and read that story. <laughs> but if you can't get to it, say, on your smartphone or at the library or anywhere else, um, I can give out that phone number a little bit later if uh, that would make it easier. There's two numbers. There's a, a toll number and a toll-free number. So we'll give those out uh, at some point. I don't want to do it now. I do have them in front of me, but I don't want to do it now because you might not have a pen ready. So a little bit later on, we'll give those out. And then also I have another article that we'll talk about. This is just kind of a, one of those things where it, it comes up in conversation here in the at the station, here in our offices, and I say, well, I got to take this out to the audience and see if anybody else remembers this because I asked everybody in the building, well, at least the people that I knew would have been old enough to remember, and nobody remembers subscription television. Nobody remembers when they would broadcast these subscription television services and in Boston, there were two. There was Preview and there was Starcase. It started off as Best. Then it became Starcase. Then it became Star TV. Then it died out. Preview lasted a little bit longer or a little bit deeper into the 80s. But these were channels, UHF channels, that when you went to them, it would be a scrambled picture. Behind that scrambled picture, they were running... Hollywood movies that had been in the theater, you know, six months before. Concerts, sporting special, sporting events, other specials, comedy specials, at night, adult movies. But it would come through on channel 66 or 68 and it was coming through scrambled and you would have to subscribe to get a descrambler box that would descramble the, the signal so that you could watch the, the, the channel. And I asked everybody around here. So they, it, it ran from 19, about 1979 was when the first service started through, I think, 85 or 86 is when it went away because regular cable TV came, out, came in and people realized, why well, just have one network when I could have 50 networks or however many there were at that time? So it had a, a brief run, but nobody seemed to remember it. I was like five years old, but I still remember it. Maybe it's because I've always been nerdy about that kind of stuff. But we can talk about that as well because I'd really be interested in finding out if anybody 
uh, anybody else out there remembers that besides me. 508-996-0500. Why don't we take our first break of the morning and we'll be back in a few moments. years old and having a number one hit song. That happened in 1992 for five-year-old French boy, Jordi. Which uh, translates to, it's hard to be a baby. And I guess it's not too hard to be a baby when you've got a number one song, but hey, I figured I'd play that for you because I thought it might get you up and moving here in the morning. I'm sure a lot of you are just waking up. Your alarm clock is going off. Your alarm clock that's probably going off through the WBSM app, right? Because that's one of the many great features on the app is that you can set your alarm on it and it will wake you up to WBSM. So you'll be able to hear what's going on and you can hear Kate's news, which is coming up in a few moments. You can hear all the great talk, all the great callers. And my favorite part about that happening is sometimes you're in that liminal state between being awake and being asleep and what you hear will kind of work its way into your dreams. So some of you right now are probably imagining a walrus talking to you in my voice and saying the things that I'm saying. I, I've, I've had many dreams like that where what was coming off the radio was coming into my dreams. I used to wake up when I um, was a, a student. I used to wake up to Oldies 103 because it, it was good music to wake up to. And I remember one time being in that in-between state and dreaming that I was on stage with the four tops. I wasn't performing with the four tops. I was just kind of standing in the wings, but I was watching the four tops perform. And then another time I was, I had it set for sports talk radio and I was in the studio with them in my dream. So maybe right now that's what you're dreaming about. Maybe you're dreaming that you're here with me. Well, welcome into the show. <laughs> we will uh, we'll talk more about all of my weird dreams and other things when we come back after the news. But right now, it is time to go into the WBSM newsroom with Kate Robinson. New Zealand police have launched a homicide inquiry into a fire at an emergency housing hostel in Wellington, where at least six people were killed. Officials said up to 20 people are still missing, and they're treating the blaze as an act of arson. The fire had broken out at the four-story Loafers Lodge Hostel early Tuesday, forcing residents to the rooftop and some to jump from windows. Due to the damage, police have not yet been able to confirm the death toll. The warming globe is likely to break a key temperature limit for the first time over the next few years, scientists predict. Researchers say there's now a 66% chance we'll pass the 1.5 degrees Celsius global warming threshold between now and 2027. The chances are rising due to emissions from human activities, plus the El Nino weather event expected this summer. If the world passes the limit, scientists stress, the breach will likely be temporary. 
President Biden is canceling his upcoming visits to Australia and Papua New Guinea due to ongoing debt ceiling talks. The White House confirmed the news Tuesday, saying Biden informed Australia's Prime Minister that he's postponing the trip. He also engaged with the Prime Minister of Papua New Guinea. Meantime, the president will still travel to Japan later today to participate in a G7 summit. The village people are sending cease and desist letters to former President Donald Trump over his use of their 1978 hit song, Macho Man. Mark Mayfield has the story. Reports indicate that the band sent a letter to Trump's lawyer on Monday regarding a recent performance of Macho Man at Mar-a-Lago. The letter claims a cover band that performed the song was also dressed like the village people and called it an unauthorized use of the group's image and likeness. The letter stipulates that Trump must cease using the group's music and likeness in his presidential campaign or for his personal use. I'm Mark Mayfield. A hearing is being held today to decide on the legal status of the abortion pill Mifepristone. A three-judge panel with the Fifth Circuit Federal Appeals Court will decide on the legal status of the pill, which was used in over half of the recent abortions in the U.S. Mifepristone was originally approved by the FDA in 2000 and has been used by over 5 million women since. A House Democrat is pushing to expel New York Republican George Santos from Congress. California Democrat Robert Garcia introduced a privileged resolution on the House floor Tuesday to expel Santos, who pleaded not guilty last week to 13 federal charges. The move will likely fail, but it'll put House Republicans on the record over the indicted freshman congressman who's faced increasing pressure to resign since coming into office. The NBA Conference Finals tipped off on Tuesday night. Nikola Jokic turned in a historic triple-double performance in a 132-126 win over the Los Angeles Lakers in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. Jokic totaled 34 points, 21 rebounds, and 14 assists as the Nuggets took a 1-0 series lead in Denver. Scientists are putting the blame on fossil fuel production for wildfires on the West Coast. A new analysis published in Environmental Research Letters shows nearly 20 million acres, or about a third of the total area burned in the western United States and southwest Canada in the past four decades, are a result of fossil fuel emissions. Skittles, nerds, and other popular candies may have to change their formula or risk missing out on the California market. The state assembly is approving a bill to ban five food additives which are already off limits in the European Union. It now moves to the state senate for debate. And mosquito season is upon us. And if they like to bite you, it may be your fault. Brie Tennis has more. There are 3,500 species of mosquitoes around the world. There's no mistake if one's flying near you. It's a distinctive buzz, but it's only the girl mosquitoes who do the biting. And if they're after you, there's hope. A new study by researchers at Virginia Polytechnic Institute say if mosquitoes are biting you, it's because you're too clean. The research says mosquitoes are attracted to the smell of some soaps as well as the smell of no fragrance at all. Scientists say if you're trying to repel mosquitoes by smell, try coconut oil. Mosquitoes don't like that smell at all. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. In sports, the Eastern Conference Finals are at TD Garden. The Celtics in Game 1 with the Miami Heat tonight at 8.30.
And the Red Sox go up against the Seattle Mariners again tonight. That game at 7:10. Now for a look at your local forecast from ABC6. Well, we're going to be a little bit cooler today. We're only going to see temperatures of about 61 degrees. Overnight tonight, a bit cooler. We'll see those low to mid-30s, so make sure you bring the plants in or cover them up. We could see some frost around the area. And for tomorrow, we're going to reach a high of about 60 degrees. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now, it is 54 degrees and partly sunny. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. WBSM Live, crystal clear with one touch, the WBSM app. Well, I don't mean to tell Skylar Spindler how to do her job, but I'm looking at these clouds over here, and they're they're pretty menacing. Like, they're... Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. They're I, big and... I do have a lot of plants out, so I'm hoping for rain. Well, take them in tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely do that because it's uh, it's not going to be, it's not going to be nearly as warm as it's been at night. Yeah, it's strange that we could get frost this late into the spring. But, yeah, they're saying know. Western Mass could drop into the twenties. You're tonight. kidding? Yeah. Wow. So if you do have anything outside, take it in. But man, uh, like this is like a solid wall of dark clouds that are fast moving. I mean, I don't know. I'm watching for lightning. It looks like those kind of clouds. Wow. I I wish I could remember. Like what clouds are what? I just I want to say cumulonimbus. <laughs> sure. Well, those are really really tall, and right now it looks like they're still kind of underneath where the sun is because we can still see the sun too. Yeah, so. that's so. One of my favorite things, one of my favorite weather phenomena, is in the summertime when you get those pop up rainstorms where like the sun will still be out, yeah, but it's raining, and then it hits the hot asphalt, and then you get that ozone smell in the air. Yeah. Like, that's one of my favorite things. Those are great. But and it, it tends to cool down afterwards. It's really nice. Yeah. Those, it's, like, unbearably warm, and then it just kind of pours for a few minutes, and then everything is better. And then a, a good thunderstorm always excites me. Absolutely. I used to be terrified of them, but not anymore. Oh, good. Like, into my teens, I was terrified of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, you're you're going to learn a lot about my psyche, listeners. That's for sure. You're going to learn. This, you're, this is basically my, um, I don't go to therapy anymore. So this is basically my therapy session every day. It can be yours as well at 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also send us app chat messages, which is like texting us, or open line messages, which is like sending us a voicemail via the WBSM app, which is brought to us by South Coast Telling. And uh, we also are able to send out all of our stories to you that way as well. You can check them out on your own. You know, you can always open up the app and see what's in there. Or sometimes we send out alerts for important stories to let you know about them. Uh, But if you go there right now, you can find the story about that virtual public meeting that is planned tomorrow regarding South Coast septic upgrades. So it's going to be happening at 2 p.m. via Zoom. So the Zoom link is in the story, and I can't, I can't give you the Zoom link over the air. Anybody that's ever looked at a Zoom link, you know that it's impossible to read that out over the air and have everybody write it down. It's, it's, it's about you know 785 characters. That's how long it is. But you can get the direct link in the story. And chances are, if you're going to use Zoom, you have the ability to go online and get the story anyway. So you can click it there. But as I said before, it's also available via telephone. And some of you may not have the ability to zoom in. Some of you may not want to zoom in. 
Some of you may rather listen in. I don't think based on the agenda they had posted for the meeting, I don't think there's going to be any public comment. So it's not like you're missing out if you're on the phone. And if you want to call in and dial into this meeting tomorrow at 2 p.m., I told you I'd give you the number, so hopefully you have a pen or a pencil ready. I'm going to give you a moment to, to grab one if you don't. But this is a way to be able to listen in to the meeting tomorrow and to hear what is being discussed as they will talk about in the, you know, the agenda for the meeting is to discuss what the nitrogen issue is, the, ge- the geographic area where the system upgrades must take place, how much time will be permitted for residents to perform the upgrade, and what exactly is required. So Chris Misho has been telling us from the Dartmouth Board of Health that you know the, the parts that they would want you to install into your septic system could be upwards of $50,000, but nobody knows for sure yet because the, the part itself isn't available. So they'll update you here on, you know, when the part is available, what you can get. Give, I'm sure they'll give you a rough idea of what the cost will be. And this is probably the, the time when they have to start putting up that information if they haven't already because now it's getting serious. Uh, so let me give you those phone numbers if you want to call in and listen in on the meeting. If you don't care about toll-free, you know, if you're calling in on a cell phone, doesn't have long distance on it, you know, you just make your calls. The number is 713-353-7024. Again, 713-353-7024. And if you want to call in toll-free... The number is 888-330-1716. Again, 888-330-1716. No matter which number you use to call in, you will need to put in the conference code so that it connects you with the right conference because you're calling in that number and they've got a million conferences going on at once. They got to know what one to send you to. So the conference code that you'll be prompted to enter in 115-585. Again, that's 115-585. And we'll try and give that out a couple more times throughout the course of the morning. And again, tomorrow morning, uh, because again, the meeting will happen tomorrow at 2 p.m. Let's go to the phones. This number you probably know by heart already. You don't need to write this one down. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. What's up, Tim? How you doing, John? Good, good, good. So, uh... I heard Kate talking about uh, mosquitoes in the, the bottom of the hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, funny, a uh, little fun fact for everybody that is wondering, but uh, the United States military advises troops that go overseas, you know, primarily to Afghanistan or Iraq or anything, not to use deodorant because that attracts like 90% of the bugs over in those foreign countries. Like, if you ever wonder why, uh, you know, people from that Middle Eastern region always, you know, have, like, a natural body odor to them, that's the number one reason why in their culture because it's a natural repellent for bugs. Yeah, I mean... A lot of them, you know... And and all you have to do is, you know, wear wear any of the stuff and go out in your backyard and see what happens. You know, like, um, I, I wear cologne... And a lot of time, like in the summertime, if I know I'm going to a party that's going to be outdoors, I don't I don't wear any cologne 
because I know it's just going to make it's going to make it more likely that the mosquitoes come toward me. I wish that you know I wish I could get away with wearing citronella as a cologne, but that would that would kind of be weird. <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, 13 months I was in Afghanistan, and seven out of those 13 months we didn't have running water, so we took showers like once a week, and it was it was pretty bad. But it was like, uh, you know, that natural scent that your body produces. It's like, you know, I, I didn't have any problems with the bugs, and I mean, those bugs over there in Afghanistan, they were they. You people think that you know we have problems with bugs over here? You should see there. Some of their, their bees, okay, that are over there are like Chinook helicopters. Oof. Okay, they, they're huge. And it's like, you know, they would see us and then they would fly over and instantly just disappear because they're like, holy crap, what does that smell? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mentioned... That was us. I mentioned before that I used to, you know, be afraid of, of thunderstorms. Not, not, not anymore, but when I was younger. And I also, I have a, like a, like a paralyzing fear of stinging insects. And yeah. like I've I've tried to overcome it, but I fell in a nest when I was five, and ever since then, like I just have to avoid those things. And I went to Bermuda on a cruise, and as we're going around the island, the the tour guide on the bus said, "Oh, and just another fun fact about Bermuda: we don't have any wasps or hornets on this island because nobody ever brought them over here." And I immediately started looking for real estate. <laughs> I was like, I will, yeah, hey, I will live know, here. Hey, it's it's crazy because we just we just got back from that cruise and um. About a month ago, we went to, you know, Bermuda mm-hmm. out, of, out of Boston. And um, we have a dog at home, uh, King Charles um, Papillon Mix. And uh, here's another fun fact. Oh, sorry, it's my freaking CB radio. Um, another fun fact about Bermuda is that they have to import their dogs only from England. Because England's, England's like one of the only countries in the world that is rabies-free. Oh. And and they have to have rabies, uh, they have to have only bring dogs from England over to Bermuda because it's a rabies free country also. Yeah. Which I, which I I just found out about, you know, not too long ago, so. What what did you go on the uh, Norwegian Dawn? Uh no, the Pearl. We went on the Pearl. We, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. we yeah, that, that was our second time doing that cruise. It was it was nice. It was nice. It's a good getaway. It's a cheap getaway too if you're looking for something nice and cheap. Absolutely, get away from you know, and it's not. It's a great place to go. It's a great place to visit, and you know you can see everything on the island in, in just a couple of days that you're there. It's it's a great place. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, we'll, All have, right, to, we'll have to go on a cruise together sometime. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we get the unlimited drinks package, I'm in. Yeah, right, right, exactly. All right, you have a good day. All right, Tim. You too, Matt. Yeah. 508-996-0500. Yeah, I love cruises. I've been on. Um, I've been on three different cruises. Two, I'm sorry. Yeah, three. Two to Bermuda and one to uh, the Western Caribbean, you know, like Cozumel, um, Belize, Honduras. And I love it. uh, If I go on a vacation ever going forward, that's definitely what I will do because everything's right there. You don't have to worry about getting lost. <laughs> you can you can have drinks and still be able to get back safely. So, yeah, it's definitely the way to go. But we do paranormal cruises where we get together with a bunch of other weirdos and then we go and we check out haunted places and different locations and even do a little investigating on the ship because, trust me, those cruise ships are haunted. Believe me. Anyway, we're going to take a break. 508-996-0500. Be right back. Um. Scott, 
I'm a scat man. And the first time I ever heard that song, I was uh, I was probably, I don't know, like 12 years old, 13 years old, and I was in the Sears in the Cape Cod Mall. And back in those days, Sears was trying to, like, compete in the clothing department with, like, some of the other mall stores, like Chess King. And, uh, oh, what were some of the other ones? Oh, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Ah, well, they're out of, going out of my head. But, you know, all those mall stores. I used to have my mall song that when I walked into the mall, whoever I was with, I would just look at them and I would go, And that was the mall song because if you just kept that beat in your head, no matter what store you walked by, the song that they were playing would fit that beat. But I'm in the in the Sears and in the men's section, or I guess the boys' section, whatever I was, you know, I was probably wearing men's clothes by then. And they have a bank of TVs on the wall and then another section of a bank of TVs. You know, the, the, this was going around. This is before they had the big TVs. So they would put a bank of TVs and kind of, make a bigger image on those. And they had the video running for I'm the Scat Man. It was the first time I'd ever heard that song. And I was like, what is this? I like this. And then th- that led me to get into older music from there. You know, even though that was a new song, the idea of scat and jazz and all that stuff was something that was new to me. And so I started looking into more of that. Thanks to the Sandwich Public Library, having some music available, cassettes, I was able to, uh, you know, dive in a little bit deeper. But, yeah, thanks to Scatman John, that expanded my my horizons and my musical tastes. And you will get to hear it all because I just dump it out of my brain, type it into YouTube, and play it for you. So you'll you'll hear a lot of that kind of stuff uh, throughout the course of the mornings here as I am uh, covering the morning shift here. And, of course, I want to hear from you, 508-996-0500 or app chat or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. We'll talk some more coming up in the next hour about that story in the Washington Post, which you can check it out for yourself, that there are municipalities that are utilizing these security cameras that are being placed in there in, in a lot of places using public safety grants. They're pointing them at the residents of public housing and utilizing it as evidence for evictions. And New Bedford features prominently in that story. Although New Bedford's cameras were purchased from the housing department budget, they're still utilizing that surveillance footage to help with evictions. And so we can talk more about that. And I want to hear from you as well. If this has happened to you or if it happened to somebody that you know about, you can let me know at 508-996-0500. Right now, i got to take one final break of the hour. Back in a few. All right, welcome back. And we've only got about a minute left, so caller, hang on there. We, I promise you when we come back from the news, I will take you first. We'll jump right into your phone call if you're still there when we come back from the news. But I hate putting people on when we only have like 40 seconds left because I feel like I'm shortchanging them on their time. And most of the time I have to just ask them to hang on anyway until after the news. So I will just ask you to hold on. And, of course, we'll take more of your phone calls after the news as well, 508 996 0500 or app chat on the WBSM app or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. When we come back on the other side, we can talk some more about that Washington Post story 
New Bedford housing residents getting those cameras pointed at them 